What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Wild Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is David Johnson. Now, David is a chief technology officer for a small company currently working in a field, data analytics, that didn't even exist when he graduated school. He started out in networking, then after 10 years, moved to cloud technologies, then moved to data analytics, and is now starting to explore the world of AI. In each move, he has taken a small fraction of what he has learned in the past and dropped the rest, proclaiming that the key is not to be committed to a single version of yourself, but to know that you will change and adapt just as business changes and adapts. David says by moving on, trying new things, and being curious, you will never be without a job and always be enjoying your work. So, David, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's do it. Let's go. David, how are you feeling today, man? I'm great. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for taking the time. Great, great, great. And, David, you know, um, it's funny. So, we're um, it's, it's, today's date is uh, March 30th. Um, now, I, you're in America. I'm in America. Um, and, you know, it's you're a chief technology officer. And it's crazy that my dad actually did two crazy things. So, one, my dad's name is David. And two... Uh, my dad actually just sent me a, a funny text. He said, um, you know, what's the uh, it, it was a uh, it was an image or whatever. He found it uh, somewhere and he, uh, it was like an image of a multiple choice uh, uh, question. And the question was, um, what what uh, advanced technology the most? Uh, the first uh, answer was a your CEO, B your chief technology officer or C uh covid 19 uh the coronavirus <laughs> and the c was circled um so it's pretty funny that now i'm interviewing a uh chief technology officer right now in the mix of all of this craziness uh maryland uh which is the state that i live in actually just announced the executive um stay at home um you know uh executive order so um this this should be a real fine interview so how you feeling today i'm great yeah this is very exciting it's, it's a very uh it's a very crazy time now very crazy time. Uh, but I mean, how's I, I, business should be going? Is it going a little smoother or is it a little easier for you since you're uh, in that field or it is, has it slowed you down a little bit too? Business has slowed down a lot. I mean, a lot of people are now looking at technology as saying, this is not something I really want to invest in anymore. And mm -hmm. I, they're, they're just trying to narrow the field of investment and so it's becoming it's 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 becoming a very challenging environment and it's gonna get worse in the future however i think there's a lot of good uh, te uh, technology solutions out there that that can solve this problem i think a, a lot of smart people are working on it and i think in the end however this whole thing works out there's gonna be a, a lot of good solutions and make a, a lot of things better i agree completely so David, let's go ahead and roll right into these questions, what everybody's been waiting for. So why did you become a chief technology officer? The long and the short is I wanted to create uh, a solutions. I like to build something that is end to end. I started this in networking, started with just solving one problem. And I felt like, you know, 
this doesn't solve the entire problem. I want to understand the whole Indian solution. So it just grew and grew. I got more interested on the business side and to really build a solution that end-to-end solves a problem is what. Very nice. Very nice. So can I, I really want to hear, you know, what your process was like. So when, when did it really click that, you know, you wanted to be, um, you know, get even get into technology and that it was the right path for you? I wanted to get into technology as a child. Um, mm-hmm. I I, uh, I really enjoyed Star Trek as a kid. I love the idea, the way that they had this utopian future where everyone just worked together and it was great. And I felt like that's what technology can actually do. So this, I carried this idea up into college and I wanted to be in the business of technology. At the time of college, I really didn't know what that actually meant. So I, I knew what I wanted to do was bring people together and I wanted to create solutions that, that, that empower people and make the world a smaller place. So that's how I got into the networking in the first place. I first thing that I wanted was, okay, because when I was in school, the internet was, was I mean, we just had the dot com. Uh, did dot com just uh, uh did dot com bubble just uh burst it burst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um so the internet was was starting to come of age mm. i i looked like this is a great this is this really solves the problem so i got involved in that about 10 years later i i started looking at this and i'm like and then clouds start coming out and i saw this cloud and my like, cloud is a much better solution to solving this problem so i started to learn more about that i started to get more involved into the actual solution of this uh, the idea of what we're actually trying to solve and once i started doing that i started to move up into into the management space and more the leadership area and after that, I, I started looking at this more from a business standpoint. I'm going back to school, getting my um, MBA. And after graduating from my MBA, I started seeing that like data becomes is becoming uh, the new field again, a way to solve this problem. And and around about then was when it's like I want to do. The, I know what role this is a CTO role now. This is it's fine. It's using all these solutions to solve a problem. So, and now it looks like AI looks to be the future of automated data, basically, is what AI is. So. Very nice, very nice, very nice. All right, so I got to ask, you know, um, you said Star Trek was big for you. So I want to ask, you know, what were some other childhood hobbies or habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, I thought about that a lot recently, watching my nieces and nephews as they grow up. Um. One of the things I was big into was structured creativity, basically um, Legos and, and and the like. I was not good at painting or dancing or drawing or music. I was very, very bad. But one thing I really enjoyed was trying to use these Legos to solve problems. Like I would try to use my Legos to build a lamp, build a stool. It never worked, but it, it was always very fun to try. And mm. also, uh, there was a creek behind my house that I would love to go and just try to make the water flow as efficiently, as fast as possible. I would try to move the water in different situations, try to try to make everything work perfectly. And I think about those are the things that really define what personality and, and how I behave now. So 
Very nice. Very nice. I, I had a couple of the same ones. I did play with Legos when I was a kid. So, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. So uh, let me go ahead and ask you this right here. So what is an average day like for a chief technology officer? It's interesting of how little time you actually spend on technology when you're a CTO. Like my day, for example, starts very early because a lot of my teams are in Europe and Asia. So my first meeting started at 5 a.m. So at five, I meet with my teams. I, I, I go through the board on, on how work is going, on how the initiatives and projects and any problems. And then I also go through a lot of the dashboards that we have and seeing if there's anything is looking, anything that, that there's any trouble or anything that has to be addressed. So um, after that, I, I meet with the meet with the customers. I, I, I talk to them for a while and also talk with the other department heads to make sure that that we understand what where the company is going, how all the initiatives are going and make sure everybody's fully aligned. Shortly after that, I, I go back and then I work with our team. I do some mentoring or I address problems, either I'd be a hands-on coding uh, development work, or if there's, if if my, my team has some managerial HR issues, I deal with those at the time. And then by the end of the day, I spend a few hours and I read about, so the new uh, technology products, the new initiatives, uh, I talk to vendors and I speak with other um, um, other peers in the field in order to really see where the landscape is and make sure we are as aligned as possible. Very so. nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. Um, and yeah, you you touched on a lot, but I feel like you know when you're in the technology field, especially that uh, end part, you know, because that you know that technology advances every day. So you know, in order to keep up um, with it, you gotta you gotta get at it every day. So I like that right there. And I got to ask, you know, what do you enjoy the most about being a chief technology officer? I enjoy the most creating the solutions that didn't exist in the past. I've had customers say, I've never thought of this. I don't know how I could live, live without it. And that, that just, that just blows my mind. And the ability to work with my teams and I come in to a solution with a certain idea my teams come in with a certain idea and the customer comes in with a certain idea. And, and when we meld those and it, and the final solution, shouldn't use final solution, and the end result is generally is so different and it's so creative and it makes it really makes people's lives better because what we're doing is solving a problem and, and I, it's so rewarding to think about how these situate about how you create these and and when it all starts to work beautiful beautiful and of course i have to well sadly i have to ask you the back end of that question which is you know what do you enjoy the least okay the, the things i enjoy the least are probably a lot of my work has deals with a lot of diverse issues like for example, I have legal issues, I have compliance, accounting. It's all the administrative things, which which causes uh, the company to run, and those are just very challenging. They're not my strength, and it causes me to get involved in, in, in issues, and and sometimes it, it, sometimes it's a plus, and sometimes it's a minus to actually solving the problems. So I, I don't too much enjoy those. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, and I think we can all agree with that one right there. Um, this this right here, this next question, this is my favorite question, and I'm really excited to hear the answer from you. 
So do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career today? No and yes. So let's start with no. Your your GPA in the end doesn't matter. This is about technology. Um, people don't use it as a litmus test to hiring or to understand it. Some of the best entrepreneurs and the best performers I know didn't even go to school for technology or computer science. Some of them went to school in lit and art, English and philosophy, and they're still very good at it. But yes, it is important because you have to be able to get good grades. So in whatever, you have to be able to get good grades in whatever you do, mainly because this role is very diverse. There, there's a lot of, of different things that you have to be good at, that, that you have to be successful at, that you probably don't have a lot of history on. And you have to find a way to make that successful. You have to find a way to be successful in things that you particularly don't, you might not particularly love, you might not be particularly interested in. And in order to be successful there, I think that that shows that is based on having good grades. Very, very nice. No, no, no. The, the answer makes sense to me. Um, again, a lot, I get a lot of those answers with the, you know, uh, half yes, half no. So I, I really do appreciate that answer yeah. right there. All right. So and th this question right here, um, you know, um, is, is kind of tricky, but I'm going to try to break it down for you. So what do you feel that your impact is? And by impact, I mean, like, what are you what do you feel you're devoted to? What's your devotion? Like, what do you what, what do you get out every day? What wakes you up in the morning? And like you, you go do I feel like you answered it a little bit um, back in the, you know, uh, what do I enjoy most? Uh, but let's go ahead and retouch on that and see what, what else we can dig up. Sure. Um, what I enjoy most is it's. It's paradoxical because what I'm in technology, but what I enjoy most and what I spend most of my time doing is people. So getting the most out of the people, getting the creative ideas and really coming and really getting to the root of the issue is what I enjoy most. And really seeing these people grow and even as a solution and allowing people to do new things and to explore new facets of their their personalities, of, of their skill sets, like be it uh, delivering a solution uh, for a customer so, so they can look at their business in a different way, or, or teaching my team how to do, to use a different tool or to, or to do a different programming um, language or skill. I think those are those are great. It really brings everybody together, and you can really see how how technology empowers people. And I think I think that empowerment is 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 what drives me. Very nice, very nice. And we are winding down to that last question, David. And it is if there is just one piece of advice, just one that you give to somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today what would that one piece of advice be? I would say that technology is a tool. Don't let the technology itself define you. This industry likes to put people in buckets. You are a developer person. You are a database person. You are a server person. That is not the way to be successful. You have to look at the solution as a whole and say you are a solution person. To, to, so you have to look at, at the solution and find the technology that solves the problem regardless of the technology. Um, if you think about it, you, 
you have to understand that 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 the technology is only a tool and that you are the solution that the, so the technology always changes but but the people but but the problems always stay the same very nice very nice I, I i really appreciate that last piece of advice you were saying uh you know don't get so caught up on your job title but just go ahead and uh you know get at that get at the problem that you're solving i appreciate that right there and david it's been an excellent 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 interview i could not have asked for it that went real smooth real nicely um so david you know is there any way that my audience can reach yours by a website you know uh social media book anything yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been doing some uh, consulting as well, and I will send you, it's called Clear Blue Data, and I will send you uh, the website. So Perfect. And that link is in the description below, folks. Please go ahead and give that a click. David is one of the best out, and he just gave us an excellent interview. Couldn't have asked for a better interview from David here today. So, folks, as you know, there are three types of work. A job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career, but you're truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I hope that me and David helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the move.